uh, another easy, this is going to be an easy one for, uh, I, I hope it's an easy one for which you guys look at it. Carolina versus the Nashville Predators. Uh, should be a quick series with the offensive juggernaut in the Hurricanes. Uh, the one <laughs> thing defensive. that I'm going to, yeah, the one thing that I'm going to point out is the special teams will definitely be playing a factor in this one. Uh, the Canes are ranking uh, second or third, I believe, uh, on the power play in the league and third in the penalty kill. And uh, Nashville on the other side of the spectrum owns the 24th ranked power play and the 20th <laughs> ranked penalty kill. Ooh, the only boy. thing, and this is the only thing I got on the Preds. This is the only time I'd ever put my money on the Preds here to even come close to getting a win in the series. They've been playing playoff and meaningful hockey for almost a month now. You got to remember that they've been battling for that fourth spot with the Dallas Stars. Uh, I, I'm going to go with until the, since the trade deadline struck. Uh, and these guys were all every the Nashville Predators have been doubted all season long. You have to understand that uh, they were they were projected to be sellers, straight sellers before they even played a quarter of their season uh, at the deadline. They were looking to go into a rebuilding stage after a couple of years of good playoff runs. Uh, 2017 comes to mind uh, when they I believe they went to the finals uh, with P.K. Subban in that year. I want to say they went to the finals mm-hmm. against the Penguins. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, okay. But, yeah, they ha- obviously have uh, prior playoff experience and guys who know how to play in the postseason with them. But, uh, I don't know, man. The Canes have the Preds beaten every every number on paper, including the season series. Uh, but, like, we have all witnessed this year, don't... I don't know. I see it's either going to be a sweep or five games. What about you guys? Uh, you, you go ahead, Michael. Yeah, I, go, I see sweep. It's... Uh... Pretty, pretty straightforward. I mean, they're better in literally every single category. Um, the Canes offense, that's that's about it. Um, they're going to absolutely crush UC Saros and his poor soul. Um, <laughs> and Pina Morazic is just an absolute stud. What is Nashville going to do? Like, here, Philip Forsberg, um, throwing Matthew Shang at him. Okay, sure. Like, it's literally just like throwing pebbles at a brick wall. It's not going to deal any damage. I think that it's an easy sweep. Uh, Peter Morazic, and he's got two solid backups behind him with Alex Nadeljevic and James Reimer, if needed, if because Peter Morazic has been battling injury throughout the season. So if he happens to get injured, they still have two solid backups. Um, no doubt in my mind that the Storm wipes out the Nashville Predators early. Um, I, I don't see it being close. I think it's going to be... Uh, High-scoring games, at least for Nashville side, a uh, couple shutouts. I see. I, I don't see them netting. I have like maybe four goals for the Predators in this series. <laughs> Damn, <okay>. Four goals. <laughs> oh my. Okay, that's a that's a bold statement. I mean, I'm I'm I mean I think it's pretty clear. I'm I'm either saying Kane sweep or Kane's in five. Their for their top line has been like delivering just every night, just unreal. The Aho, Teravainen, and uh, Svechnikov—they finally stepped up their game, and you can't count out Dougie Hamilton or Vincent Trocheck on the power play. Um, I mean, if we want if we want to go further, I mean they have more depth. Like Mario said, the second best power play and the third best PK in the league. There's not much else to say. Like the Preds have a worse penalty penalty kill and power play than the than the Sabers. So that's 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 just how you put it. That that's all you got to say about the Preds. 
I'm glad to see we all agree here because uh, I see it the same way as you guys. And I don't think you can see it really any other way just based on looking at uh, stats and head-to-head matchups. Uh, Carolina definitely has the edge over Nashville. Uh, if you look at their forward depth, it is so much better than the Predators. If you look at their defensive depth, it is so much better than the Predators and the goalie depth. Also so much better than the Predators. So <laughs> if you if your team beats uh, another team in all the stats, both offensively, defensively, and their goaltending, I don't really see how you can lose, especially not in four games. Uh, they got such good offensive talents. Uh, Teravine and Aho and Svechnikov, like you said, uh, they've just been getting better and better as the year has gone on. Uh, they got solid depth pieces with uh, Jordan Stahl. Vincent Trocek has just gone to another level this season. And obviously Dougie Hamilton. The fact that I'm just mentioning Dougie Hamilton like he's nothing is just shows you how good this team really is. Yeah. I have to just say one thing here, though. You can't count the Predators out extremely too much because we've seen this in the past. I'm going to bring up this one. I'm going to bring up this one. Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Tampa Bay gets that swept. That team was actually good, though. Yeah. Tampa Bay was very good. Okay, Columbus was so was Columbus, Columbus was on like a what ten game winning streak or something before getting into the playoffs. Yes, that is true. They have what something what or maybe they won their last game. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they they, they had won. Uh, Columbus had won their last season game, which brought them to the playoffs. But I mean, they won. Their I last think 10. I think I think I think the difference between Columbus and the Preds was Columbus had some goal scoring threats. They had. Who they have? Panarin. Duchesne was playing fantastic. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky they had Bobrovsky, who was unreal. Savard was just incredible. Same as it's Seth Jones and Wierenski. Still had Cam Atkinson. I, they, they, Cam Atkinson was fantastic that series. So was Bjorkstrand, Texier. Like they had a good. They had a much more. I, I'd say a much more well-rounded team than the Preds do this year. Yeah, I'm just interested to see. Obviously, the Columbus Blue Jackets were a much more stacked team compared to the uh, National Predators of this year. One thing, although the National Predators have been one of the more hotter teams in the league, uh, both like around the the final stretch, like they they made an absolute run. You got to remember that too, guys. Like they 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 were bottom of the division, and they they ran away with it. Tolliver was really stepping up for them. They had a bunch of guys going for them, and uh, that's the one thing that they have. They can go on a hot streak extremely fast, and you can say the same thing about the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, I think we're looking w- not way too much, but a lot into the numbers and, uh, and what's on paper and whatnot, all that kind of stuff, and it's fair. That's um, all we got to work with right now, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I just want to see how the National Predators react to such a prolific team in the Canes that are projected to do big things in this postseason. Uh, I want to see if it's going to be a 4 nothing shutout every single night or they're going to keep it close. And if they do keep it close, I think this is going to mean uh, – I, I know we don't talk too much about the off season when it comes to playoffs here, but if the National Predators lose this series and they take the, the – uh, and they take the Carolina Hurricanes to maybe uh, – I'd say if you take a Carolina Hurricanes to five or six games, I think you've done more than enough with a team that you're equipped with right now. Uh, that's a pretty good thing to have and – Obviously, I don't see the Predators coming out with a win in the series, but I definitely think they have the potential. And may it be small to give the Canes a run for their money. But it's it's very little. It's going against a lot of analytics here. But, hey, it's playoffs, man. Every, anything can it's happen. It's playoffs. 
And uh, another thing about the playoffs, the biggest series, the best series, the series that I'm looking forward to the most, the battle between the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, the battle in the Sunshine State here. I think the Bolts win. Uh, you can go either way here. There's no wrong answer. I mean, they're both uh, stacked teams. Uh, probably the better 2-3 matchup we're going to see uh, through the entire playoffs here. Uh, the Cats, I, the Panthers, I feel so bad for them, man. Finally making the postseason, ending a five-year drought. And uh, the last time they won, taken, we're these fans here, most of us here. Uh, we feel bad because we've never even seen our team win a series since 2000, I think, four it was. Uh, the, the the Maple Leafs haven't won in so long. The Panthers are nowhere near any better. The last time they won a series won is in 1996. Holy. And guys, the only thing standing in their way right now is snapping, uh, snapping that 31-year drought. Is none other than the fully healthy reigning cup winners, <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning. Who are also getting Kucherov and Steven Stamkos uh, back. So the road to success is definitely not an easy one for the Florida Panthers, who have to really transfer their regular season success towards being the Lightning. And I don't think there's much home, uh, home, uh, home us advantage here because uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning have fans and the Florida Panthers do not have fans. Hey, you so, know what? I've had the game on while we're talking, just just in the side. But you know what? It's just it just became two one for Florida. Carter um, Verhage yep. just scored, and uh, Barkov has scored. I, I'm saying Panthers in seven. And let me just tell you right now, the stadium is packed with Florida fans. Believe it or it, you, you might not believe it, but they've got fans right now. Is no, I'm, I'm dead serious. They have fans right now. To be fair, the goal that Tampa scored was a Blake Coleman shorthanded goal, which was a mm-hmm. huge, huge uh, – it, it was a brain fart from uh, – I forgot Special who it was. Special teams, though. Special but teams. Pers- personally, I mean, I think Florida 5-on-5 five five has been – especially this year has been just nothing but fantastic. They've been playing better than we've seen than we've seen a Florida team play in so long. I mean, I think a guy to step up for uh, Florida is Carter Verhage. Um Keep it, keep it going. Uh, Sam Bennett has been playing yeah. the best hockey he's ever been playing in his career in Florida. But at the same time, <clears throat> like you said, Mario, fully healthy Bolts team. All I gotta say is Kucherov hasn't. Kucherov and Sam Coast both haven't played. Both haven't played since what last playoffs? Uh, no, which... they haven't played. They haven't played together on the same sheet of ice. Since February of 2020, which we all know was uh, pre-COVID. Exactly. So, just that alone. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic team. They got probably the best. I'd say Vasilevsky is still the best goaltender in the league. They got Victor Hedman, which is a clear Norris winner. But we don't know how Kucherov is going to play. We don't know how Stamkos is going to play. McDonough and Savard both just got back from injury recently. Um, I think I think Florida also does have decent goaltending and Drieger and I mean Brabovsky has been very average, but at least they got a backup with Drieger who's I'd say relatively solid. And I, I think I think Florida has a it, it's gonna be very physical. It's been very physical and that's gonna be very physical. I'm saying Florida wins in seven. But it could go uh, either I, way. I have to agree with you, Josh, although I have Florida in six. Uh it's going to be a close one, and I really think that these games are going to be tight uh, defensively-wise. It does really suck that Ekblad is injured, uh, but that also gives opportunity for Brandon Montour, who was recently traded for, and they're actually talking about contract extensions coming in the next season. But 
that's a whole different story. Um, Florida shocked like many, many season with their outstanding performances in goal as well as their offensive talent. Uh, I think the Panthers will win this series, but they will have to rely on their depth score as much because I don't really think that you can score too much when Victor Hedman's out on the ice. So you really need to rely on those depth scores, their third mm-hmm. line and fourth line. Uh, Tampa has a track record for playing poorly in the first round. Uh, I think Tampa will definitely struggle with having Kudrov back in the roster after being out for so long. I also think that Sam Coast is not 100% because when, when is he ever 100%? Uh, he, battles injuries, he battles injuries right before the playoffs every single year. It seems like this guy's never healthy. Kind of reminds me of Vladimir Tarasenko. Guy's never <laughs> healthy. I mean, I mean, uh, sorry to cut yeah. you off, but no, that's all good. Yeah, Stamco, Stamkos last year, he touched the ice what once during the playoffs, and he scored a one, goal. So he he touched the ice yeah. one for less than one period. I think he had like what a two minute shift, and he scored one goal, and then he got yeah. sent off. So I mean, he, he played two minutes. He's he's always. I think he. I think I wouldn't say underrated, but nobody has been talking about him because of injuries. He's been nothing but fantastic his entire career. Playing, yeah, I, I no, think he's been playing close it. to one one point a game. So, yeah, definitely someone to look out for if he's one hundred percent healthy. But I don't think that he's one hundred percent healthy. I don't even think he's seventy five percent healthy right now. He's going out there because he knows that this series is going to be a close one. Uh, that's why they're bringing Kudrov back as well. Although I think that Kudrov has been healthy for much longer than timeline has said that he's healthy for. I think that he could have been back for regular season, but honestly, you know that they're holding on to Kudrov just for cap constraint reasons. Uh, but he hasn't played uh, since last year in the playoffs. Um, definitely something to be concerned about. And it takes a spot away from someone else who has been in the lineup and has been pretty good. Cause I don't see anyone who's really bad on this uh, Tampa Bay lightning team. So definitely something that you really want to keep an keep an eye on and, is how they're playing, how they're skating. Um, I, I also think that unless Vasilevsky uh, is in the blue and white, sorry, is in the blue paint um, for back-to-back nights, I think that the Florida Panthers are guaranteed to win um, if they have to play Curtis McElhaney in that back-to-back. Um, he's been atrocious this season. Uh, Leafs legend, but definitely doesn't look like <laughs> he doesn't look like he's. Uh, that leaf player. I anymore. cried when he got put on waivers. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah, on the inside for me too. Yeah, no, it was on the outside for me. <laughs> Aiden, how about you? Well, I also got Florida on seven. I think they are one of the hardest teams to end the season, finishing eight and two. I think definitely with the uh, accusations they made in the off season and at the trade deadline, they've just made this team even more. They've added even more depth, both up front and uh, in the back end. And even with goaltending, uh, Chris Drieger, he's been one of the pleasant surprises uh, for this Florida Panthers team. We've been talking about him since, I think it was week three, we started talking about him when I added him to my uh, hot take originally, saying that Florida would win the Central, which uh, didn't pan out, but it was close. Only one point behind. But definitely, I think... Uh, added with the depth and the the depth of the Panthers and the uncertainty of the All-Stars of the Tampa Bay Lightning coming back, not knowing how they're going to perform, I think I got to give this one to Florida in seven. Yeah, the Panthers, and the one thing that uh, I think we're also overlooking here, uh, in a more less less uh, less evidence stance, they're kind of playing with house money here. They don't got too much to lose. Tampa Bay, if they get out of the first round, ooh, it's going to be 
back to the drawing board for this Lightning team. Obviously, winning the cup last year, but they've they've brought in so many pieces, and they're really hitting the brink with the cap space and uh, how many guys they can sign and who they can hold on to in the off season. It's going to be interesting to see if they were to go out, like you guys are saying, uh, in the first round. And they are known for playing really poorly in the first uh, preliminary round of the uh, playoffs. But uh, I don't know, man. Florida, they don't got too much to lose. They got the, they got the, they got the physical presence. They got the depth pieces who are going to be very vital stepping up for this team. We already know they got the guys up front. And the back end is also set. Goaltending, I think, is going to be one of the big uh, question marks for them. Drieger has been playing terrific this year. Uh, I'm interested to see if maybe they were to give uh, Spencer Knight a chance. I strongly doubt that, but it's definitely a possibility with the way he's been playing. And Sergei Bobrovsky uh, hasn't been good in Col- uh, since his time in Columbus, in my opinion. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they go in the goaltending route. And I do have Bolts coming out of this one in a Game 6 or a Game 7, but uh, you could easily go the other way and say the Florida Panthers like you guys are. It's going to be a fun series to watch no matter which